Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to another visit to the mound. I'm Lark Smith, along with Stan Huff. Today, we're going to pick the brain of Stan Huff as to managerial strategy. He has been a manager before at uh, several different levels, and I'd like to find out his idea of uh, strategy defensively, offensively during the game of baseball. So let's start off defense. So what, what kind of strategies you want to tell us about on the defensive side of baseball? Okay. Uh, Let's go start off with a bunt situation. You got okay. a man on first base, and it's a tight game late. You got a guy up that can handle the bat, so you're going to bunt the ball. So normally with a man on first, the bunt's going to go down the first baseline because we want the first baseman to make the play, all right? So if you're the offensive team, you're going to bunt it that way and make the defensive guy make a, a tough call. So when a first baseman is coming in like that, it's tougher to, to – uh, get pivot around and throw to second and then get it to first base. Otherwise, the pitcher is going to cover first. He's going to flip it to him, but now they got a man in scoring position. So the, the defensive side, you got your first baseman and third baseman are playing in on the bunt with a man on first. The ball's bunted. Now the pitcher's coming in too. It could be bunted between the first baseman and the pitcher, and the pitcher might have a better shot at getting at it. Then the first baseman has got to backtrack and get to first base so you can get the, get the out. If it's a hard bunt, okay, it, that's an easy one. He'll, he doesn't have to come in much. He just goes there and they, and they uh, throw the ball to first. Okay, first and second. Okay, now your defense is going to come in. You, you're crashing in. Can I back up one second? Go ahead. You've kind of left the third baseman out of that bunt situation. Well, he's coming Defensively, in too. If he's yeah. coming in too, you've got that runner going from first to second. Third base is uncovered, so your catcher has to go down and cover third, does he not? He does. Yeah, okay. he does. And uh, that's a good point. <clears throat> but your third baseman, if he's an aggressive guy and you're the catcher, you got to know that right now. Right. So, And we practice that uh, so many times to do it that way. So, mm -hmm. And there was a couple of plays over my career that I actually – tagged the guy at third base because I was there to get the ball. Sure. So that was a good point. I forgot about that one. That's okay. good. But Okay, now let's go first and second. Okay. Now everybody's going right here. Now where are you going to bunt the ball? Yeah. Well, conventionally speaking, we're third base. I mean, you want the third baseman to cover the ball so you can get both runners over. You got a better chance of getting a double play on this one if third baseman's in on that ball pretty quick. Mm -hmm. He can go to second, and then they can turn it, throw it to first, and get two outs. Right. Now you've got a man on third with three out with uh, two with outs. two outs, mm -hmm. and uh, it, you know it takes it's going to take a base hit to get him in. Right. All right. Defensively, we, we want to be on top of that hitter. It, if he squares around a bunt, we're charging hard. We're charging hard. Okay. 
rarely do you see them do that butcher boy play where they come back and, and tap the ball through the infield. But your dental plan better be up and ready to go. Well, <laughs> I have, in all my in all my <laughs> playing, I've never seen that happen. Okay. I've played for 12 years. So understand, it could happen. Yes, it could, definitely. But but it's rare it's even rarer happening when the guy does that right. so it's it's a total bunt situation and usually when you get to that situation you have two pitchers that are going toe to toe and doing their jobs right so there's not much offense going on and what what the offensive side is trying to do is manufacture a run absolutely That's all. one run just might get it right so uh, when you got pitching staffs that can do that you're you're in for a long day offensively is what it is. It's going to be a lot of strikeouts, not many walks, and a lot of pop-ups and weak ground balls. So first and second, nobody out. You're going to uh, crash in. Now, we got a play where we call the wheel play. Mm -hmm. This is one that I don't like. It's where the second baseman comes in behind the runner, and as a pitcher starts his delivery, everybody's crashing. you got the second baseman's going to first, and the shortstop's going to third. The problem with this is it leaves the whole infield open. And then my first managerial move, I thought I was going to be really smart and do that. Well, a pitcher was up, and evidently this guy could hold, handle the bat a little bit. Well, he did that little butcher boy play, and he tapped the ball through the infield, and we got beat by one run. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the game, I, did, I noticed this was – this isn't going to happen again. Mm -hmm. I don't know why we work on this. So you got to be 100% sure the guy's going to bunt before you can do it. Now, I was 100% sure the guy was going to bunt. But, but guess he, what? He didn't. He was 101% <laughs> sure he was going to do that. And he did it and won the ball game. Yeah. So um, anyway, so that wheel play, that's a, that's a, that's a tough one. Now, defensively, we got a fake wheel. That's where the shortstop breaks in behind the runner at second base, mm -hmm. like he's going to the bag, and that's to draw the runner back, okay? Now, he takes off. It's to freeze the runner. I'm sorry. I'm not drawing back. It's to freeze the runner right there because the, the base runner is going to see the, the shortstop going towards third base, okay? Now, when he sees him going towards third base, there's a tendency to get off a little bit more. At that point, that's where we have the second baseman charging towards second base in a pickoff, and the pitcher is moving on the second baseman. All right, oh, no, excuse me, on the shortstop when the shortstop clears the runner. Mm -hmm. That's where the second baseman is is picking off off that shortstop too. Right. So that's worked a few times. It's just it's a pickoff play. Um, the other bunt play is. Uh, We practice this, too, mm -hmm. a popped-up bunt. Right, okay. Man, I'm first and second. What's going to happen? If it's popped up, the runners are probably going to stay there. Should. Now, if the catcher sees the runner, the batter runner, not running, what he's going to do is he's going to let the ball hit the ground, trap it, and throw it to first base. Absolutely. Where you get the force out at first – and then get the guy on first in a rundown and get him out. Now you got two outs with a man on third base, okay? Mm -hmm. Or if it's popped up deep enough, the pitcher gets it, and it, and he sees and the guy is running. He's going to catch it, obviously. Mm -hmm. But if he's not running, 
he's going to let it drop, and then he's going to throw it to second base. Right. Yeah. All right. That way, <laughs> easy double play. Is possibly it depends on the runner too. How how far off the runner is, but we're going to have him look to second first because he's going to have plenty of time without that batter runner running to first to uh, throw it to either base. Okay. Say so hit and run, hit and run. Now this is a this is a situation that that should be done with a a base runner that knows how to run the bases. Is that now? Is this hit and run defensive that you're looking? You know, defense. Okay. Excuse me. How to handle a hit and run defense? Defensively, yes. Okay, defense. Let's let me go back because I was talking offense. On a hit and run defense, but first of all, you know the tendencies of the team. Are they going to hit and run or not? Right. Well, in that case, if it's a right-handed hitter, you want your second baseman holding his position in the shortstop covering. Okay, because they're probably trying to hit the ball to the opposite field. Okay. okay? If you know the hitter. Right. Now, if the hitter's a pull guy, you're going to have your shortstop stay there and the second baseman go. Right. So those are the tendencies you got to look for in sure. these teams. And it's uh, playing them a, a few uh, multiple times, you'll find these, these things out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're, uh, the hit and runs, probably you get, your hitter's probably going to try to hit it on the ground. Okay, so in this situation with them running, you want to think more – if you can get a double play, fine, but it's not the primary. You're going to get the out at first. Absolutely. we got to get an out. Yeah. Now, if we got a base open in second and third covered, then you might want to walk the next guy and set up a double play. Sure. Because this, is, this has happened, too. It's almost like doing it in your sleep, yeah. uh, depending on the hitter that's coming up after that guy, too. Mm-hmm. So, okay, defensively, uh, the the third baseman is is going to be playing in on that right there. Right. All right, but not too far in, okay? Because if the ball's hit to him, he's got to be able to get to third and throw it to first. Right. So we get a double play. Um, your outfield uh, with a with a ground ball line drive hitter is going to play more to his tendency, more to his. If he's a right handed hitter, he's got a slow bat. You're going to play him a little bit more to the right side. If he's a pull hitter, you're going to play him a little bit more to the left side, okay? But the pitcher has to be unaware of where they are playing, okay? Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay, if if he if it's a guy that with a uh, not-so-great bat and he's pitched – excuse me, if, if it's a guy that can swing the bat and he's he's hitting the ball, he can hit the ball the right side, but if he throws the ball middle in, he might pull it. Right. So you got to be aware of that too. So sure. those are other things that t- you you look for when you're managing. Okay, let's go to the off- offensive side. Got a man on first that can run, that knows how to steal a base, mm-hmm. he knows how to get a jump, and he's good a good base runner. Right. Then you got a guy that can handle the bat. This right. is a guy that that's good got, contact hitter that can hit to all fields. Yeah, he all fields good bat control, the yeah. whole deal. If you got those in play, then then you take your chance. Probably one out. Mm-hmm. You got it. You're running the runner. You get the runner going. If he misses the pitch, he might steal the base. Sure. Then he's in scoring position. All right. The idea offensively is get your runners to second base. Let me let me back up a minute. Mm-hmm. Runner scores from first base ten percent of the time. Runners that reach second base score. Well, what's your guess? I'd say probably fifty percent of the time. A little bit more, 70% of the really? time. Yeah, and okay. third base, 90% of the time. Wow. This is less than two outs, okay? Yeah, less than so, two outs. All right, so 
you get the guy to second base, you got a runner in scoring position. There's really no need to steal third unless the guy has knows the tendencies of the pitcher and the catcher and can walk into third. Right. All right. It's got to be a hundred percent sure on that one. Right. Uh, two adding axioms in, in baseball: don't make the third, third out at third base. First or third. First yeah. or third out yeah. at third base, or right. even the plate. Okay, right. that's your scoring uh, spot right there. Right. All right, so. <clears throat> the hitter hits the ball on the ground. That's the primary objective. The secondary is to hit it behind the runner. Correct. That way we can possibly get a first and third situation, mm-hmm. okay? Now, if he's a really good base runner and the outfielder tries to throw the guy out at third, third with a little bit of a high throw, then he can get That's to second. second. Now you got second and third with one out, all right? Which you're the manager of the other team might be walking the next guy so you can uh, – but that's when we don't need ground balls. We need a long fly ball for a sacrifice <laughs> yes, <we do>. fly. <laughs> Absolutely. It's something to the outfield. It changes the approach at the plate. Yeah, and if you get a guy, if you tell him, you know, look, all we need here is a sacrifice fly, that really relaxes them. They sure. know they can do that. Yeah. This is when you see home runs hit because yeah. they're more relaxed at the Absolutely. plate trying to get just a sacrifice fly, and yeah. the ball goes – it flies out of the ballpark. Yeah. Now you got a three-run home run or, 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 grand, or grand slam, slam. Yeah. however you want to look at that. Um, let's see here. Okay, picks and run. What if, I, I wanted to go back to one thing about okay. uh, offensive bunning. Yes. With runners at first and second, I have seen what I basically call a suicide or a safety squeeze, let's call it, from with a runner at second base, where they basically take off on a hit and run, but he's bunted up the first base side. He's got a runner at second base that's fast enough that could score from second base on that bunt. I've well, seen it happen several it, times in college games. Now, it, the pros, it, I don't know. But no, college. no, it, that's not a bad idea. But it doesn't happen enough that, well, the guy's got to run. And the second thing is that the bunt has to get past the pitcher. Right. Because if you now you got three people trying to get to the ball, the first baseman, the second baseman, and the pitcher, and the guy just keeps running, mm-hmm. period. Yeah. All right, that can happen. Now, that's it's not very uh, common, but right. it can happen. Yeah. Uh, a drag bunt's really a good a good way to get mm-hmm. on base as well. Yeah. I mean, offensively. Yeah. Uh, when, Mickey uh, Mantle, when he drag bunts, when he was drag bunting from the left side, he's running to first in 3.1 seconds. You're not going to beat him. No, there is no way. Even the quickest pitcher on the mound could can't get to that ball and, and get it there in that time. No, when you got a guy who can run like that, you yeah. might want to want him, and he's a left-handed yeah. hitter or a switch hitter. You might want to say, "Hey, can you bunt? Can you drag bunt? You're gonna yeah. get a few base hits that way." Yeah. Particularly if it's a left-handed pitcher and you're a left-handed hitter, you're bunting the ball to his. He's falling off towards third base. You're mm-hmm. virtually almost bunting it towards the middle of the field. Right. So you got the middle of the field to the first base side. So there's another way to get a hit. Yeah. But there's another old axiom in pro ball. You can't bunt your way or walk your way to the big leagues. You got to swing the bat. Understand. So, fully but, understand. You know, when you need yeah. to do something yeah. to win a ball game, though, or to get scoring in people in scoring position, you got to do it. Chicks dig the long ball. <laughs> what can I say? I've heard that before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, Okay, what we're we're gonna talk? I'll cut uh, picks and run picks downs. And down. Okay, these are more timing plays, particularly if you got uh, man on man on uh, first and second. All right, so back up the the first baseman is backdooring the guy behind the runner, and he's turning the pitcher's turning to throw the first. Well, let's just take 
a pickoff play just to first base. Okay. You used to could fake uh, with a man on first and third. You could used to step to third and throw it to first. Can't do that anymore. Can't do it anymore. And they've speeding up the game. They're <laughs> got to tell you. <laughs> well, here's another play that was even better. You got first and third. Okay. The pitcher throws a couple over to first base. Okay. And then on the third one, he notices the guy is coming off third way too quick. Mm -hmm. So what he does, instead of just turning and throwing to first, he steps off and fakes a throw to first and then throws Just it back third. to third. Yeah, I've done this f more than a handful of times, and it's worked. Right. But it's just about watching the tendency of the runner. Sure. If he's breaking on the throw to first, you got to watch that because that's when it, that tells you you got an opportunity to do this. I don't know if that's illegal now either. I don't. I don't see how it could be because you're disengaging from the from the rubber. Well, from from my point of from my point of thought, the runner at third is stupid to be doing that in the first place. You're just ninety feet from home place. You're going to score well, I didn't, pretty I didn't, easy on anything. Well, I'm not asking about the guy's <laughs> IQ. <laughs> we got a really aggressive runner yeah, out there that's not thinking. He's thinking, "I'm cool. I'm watching me do this. And stay put." Well, that's when he learns you can't really do it that way all the time because something like that might happen. Yeah, yeah. Now, to be honest, okay, it was done to us first. Yeah. And in lower level minor leagues that, that I started working on this mm -hmm. because I liked that play. Okay, but it's not my play. It's I, I'm copying somebody that, right. that did it on us. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, picks and rundowns. Man on first and second, okay? The pitcher comes into a set position, all right? The guy takes off for third. Okay, he's got to step off and throw the ball to third base. Where does the pitcher go? He goes to third base, okay? And until the catcher gets down there, and then you tell the pitcher go to home, cover the plate. Right. Because now you got a situation where – you can possibly get two outs. Right. But you want to do that on as, as the least throws. amount of throws as you can. Absolutely. One throw, get at least one out. Mm -hmm. Okay? Two throws might get two outs. Might. But we got to get one out for sure. Mm -hmm. All right? They're giving you an out. They're giving you an out, particularly when, when they're taking off like that. Evidently, the pitcher was slow, but the pitcher might have been setting, up, setting them up for that. Right. And some guys will do that. Mm -hmm. So you got to be aware. So basically, he throws the third. Third baseman runs that runner back to the second base bag. And the only throw that he's going to make is to the second baseman covering the bag. Well, yeah, the second baseman is going to be coming, out, coming into the, uh, to the, toward the, the runner and catch the ball and tag him. Yeah, okay. He's going to be moving towards that runner. He's right. not just going to stand at the bag. Right. So that's, that's the best way to do that. Right. Uh, let me see here. Let's cut off some relays. You know, you got to get guys got to – those balls hit in the outfield. You know, some guys don't have the arm to get it there, so you need to cut off a relay. Now, the, the relay guy is usually a guy that stops the runner from taking an extra base. True. That's why he's got to be there, and that's why that's why the outfielder's got to hit the cutoff man as quickly as possible. Absolutely. They're going to get multiple uh, multiple bases on this, but we got to we try to try to uh, slow that down and and stop them. One base is enough, not two bases. Yeah. Two bases means you're possibly getting a scoring position, yeah. but it's going to happen. 
the center fielder is now your 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 leader in the outfield. He takes all the balls. Right. And uh, in the infield, it's your shortstop first, then your second baseman. Right. And uh, and then in the, by the catcher's area, it's it's the uh, catcher. And sure. unless it's down the line of the third base, and it's the third baseman. If it's down the line of pop up down the first baseline, then it's the first baseman. Right. Those are priorities, and that those priorities talk about a popped up ball where the infielder's going out. Mm-hmm. Okay, we teach. We I did. Yeah, I don't know how anybody <laughs> else does it, but I did. I taught the outfielder that if he's coming in hard and the infielder is not looking, that you're the one that's going down. You're sliding, and he's staying up because he doesn't see you. Right. Okay, so that's helped. Sure. So that's something that needs to be taught as well. Yeah. I, playing shortstop most of my life, I would always tell the left fielder and center fielder, I come out for everything. You must call me off. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's the way it should be. Sure. Uh, anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, we got, let's see, we got offensive side. Well, you, you were talking about uh, cutoff men. I, I've had to sometimes re-educate junior teenage players on who the proper cutoff man because the junior varsity coach at the, at the, at the high school level who was the math teacher that drew the black bean didn't necessarily know out-of-position cutoff men. Exactly. Yeah. But so, I would think that as far as an outfielder's mental approach to uh, a particular pitch. Well, let's just look at it only, this way. Only if there's a runner at third base should you be thinking, I'm throwing the ball home. Otherwise, you're hitting your cutoff man, period. Well, if there's a runner at third and there's a base hit, you're going to second base. Well, sure. But, I mean, if it's a fly, it's ball, a fly ball and it's less than two outs – that's the only time you need to think, I'm going to try to throw the ball all the way to home plate. Well, it depends on how deep the ball's hit, too. I mean, if it's, if it's a if ball. If it's at the fence, forget it. You might as well, well you, you know, just. Second base. Yeah. Okay, but if it's one of those in-between pit balls, yeah. Yeah. The pitcher's going to back up home. Mm-hmm. All right. The shortstop, if it's the left field, is going to be your cutoff man or your third baseman. or No, excuse me, or your first baseman. Mm-hmm. Okay, on the other side, your cutoff man was going to be the second baseman or the first baseman. All right, it just depends. But the pitcher is going to be backing up the plate all the time. He better be. Uh, my first year, we were getting it. We had a guy dead to rights at home. Ball was coming in hot. Well, the pitcher was in front of me and cut the ball off. <laughs> He's supposed <laughs> to be behind you. Yeah, we, he was mad because he gave up a hit. Well, I said, what are you doing? He goes, I don't know, but <laughs> why, why do you let it go? Because now you got another earned run, you turkey. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know how we how yeah. how that how we ended up, but that was definitely worked on the yeah. next day for a long time. I do have a cutoff man question. Yeah, <clears throat> a runner at second, and let's say a runner at first, base hit to right field. That runner's going to go to third. If you're in right field. Who is your cutoff man? The shortstop or the second baseman? Well, it depends on where it's hit in the. In the okay, first of all, it's going to be probably your shortstop. Okay. And the second baseman is probably going to go to second to cover Come the bag. Uh, and if it's even deeper, it's going to be the first baseman to throw the ball to cut the ball off for home plate. Right, but I'm just talking of a, a situation where the th- throw is going to have to go to third base. 
Some most organizations do shortstop, and uh, but I got to tell you, uh, there's some that don't. And so it's 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 a matter of who has a better athlete. And who's got the better arm in right field? Maybe right. Yeah, really. That could that could be a that could play in uh, who who's the cutoff man too. Okay. Uh, with the shortstop there, when if he can cut the ball off, okay, the runner's probably going to stop at third, and they got to possibly get the guy in a rundown. Mm-hmm. Okay, well you got second baseman is second. Your first baseman is coming in too, but now you see there's going to be a possible play. He goes back to first. He catches the ball, throws it to first, depending on where the runner is. You might throw it to second. They get a quick tag out. And you check the guy on third. It depends on how the it, it, players have to manage this themselves on the field. Okay. You can't have a coach out there saying, "Now you got to yeah, do this, well, you know, do that, throw it there." No, not there. Now, hit I understand that, that, but I mean, you got to practice it too. I mean, <laughs> exactly, you got to yeah. practice those scenarios, and that's uh, we've done a lot of that <laughs> over the uh, years. A lot of that, yeah. Um, anyway, that's. Uh, have we covered everything you wanted to cover as far as managerial strategy when it comes to bunts, pickoffs, and cutoffs and things of that nature? Have we covered yeah. all that? Yeah, we got one more to cover. What's that? When to take the pitcher out. <laughs> okay, we're going to do that in this section or some other session? No, we're going to do it in this one. It's not going to be long. Um, first of all, I want every pitcher on my team to, to get in such really good shape to pitch nine innings, and it's everyone. Absolutely. It's not just the the starters. It's everyone. I want them to go through mm-hmm. a Ferguson-Jenkins, uh, Nolan Ryan-type offseason to where they are conditioned to be able to do that. i tell you what, I've, Nolan Ryan's pitching for me. I'm not even going to look at the bullpen. <laughs> you know he's out there. He's going to be the pitcher. Yeah. Uh, that's a, the kind of competitor that you want in all your pitchers. Right. Okay. They are competitors, but sometimes it doesn't work out that way, and you got to go get them. Right. That's a tough one. Sure. Because they want to stay out there, and you know better than to keep leave them out there. Well, the only time it's not tough is they're walking a lot of guys and they're giving up some hard, hard line drive base hits. And that's when they <clears> ask, <throat> "Yep, I just don't have it." Today. Don't have no. A lot of them don't admit it. Oh, I can get this guy out. Okay, well, you haven't yet, so give me the ball. <laughs> so uh, I've got to make a decision here. And and some of them will get a little horsey out there and say, I'm not leaving. Here you are. you got to give me the ball. We, I'm the only one in charge right now, and, and that's how it's got to be. Uh, tomorrow you can be in charge, but today yeah, I am. Yeah, here you go. So here's the deal. Give me the ball. If you want to talk about it, we'll talk, to it. We'll talk about it at the end of the ball game. Okay. This comes to play even when you're doing pinch hitting. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure. Okay. So <clears throat> when a guy's getting tired, excuse me, let me go back to pitching. Right. When the guy's starting to get tired, his pitches normally are up in the zone, and, and he is starting to give up some some pretty hard uh, up in the zone. Hitters, yeah. it's an easier way to hit the ball. You can check it with velocity too if his fastball's lost a couple miles per <laughs> exactly. hour. Exactly. That's another thing. All right. So you have somebody ready to go. All right, you get them in a the game, then you work it from there. All right. Um, <clears throat> so the conventional wisdom: if you got a left-hander up, your right-hander out there on the mound, you got a lefty in the bullpen. You bring the left-hander in to face the left-hander. Sure. Okay. I had I had a couple left-handed hitters. I didn't care. I said, "You you've shown me you can hit a left-hander. So does this bother you?" He said, "No." Yeah. I said, "Well, get up there and hit one hard and yeah. drive this run in. Let's win the ball game. Get out of here." Sure. And that's happened. 
that's, oh, yeah. you know, the manager's thinking, the other manager's thinking, I'm going to bring, yeah. I'm going to pinch hit. Yeah. Well, when he brings his lefty in, and my left-hander stands up there and drives one to the gaps, well, he he took a flyer that I was going to pinch hit. Right. And so I won that part. Right. It doesn't make him, it doesn't make him stupid manager. He's playing just, the percentages. He's playing percentages, and that's really the way you should do it. Sure. <clears throat> But he may not be looking at the percentages of that particular batter. Oh, exactly. So um, now let's go back to pinch hitting. Right. This is a good one, too. Uh, once, one, for instance, this one, uh, I'm not going to say names. Sure. I had a catcher that could really catch, but he was, uh, bat had holes in it, big holes. Okay, he came up that night three times with five men in scoring position and struck out. Ouch. So at that point, he was 0 for 3 with three strikeouts. And five left on base. Five people left on base. Well, we get to a tie game going into the bottom of the ninth, and we need to win the ball game. And I had a hitter, a left-handed hitter, that had a bad wheel, but he could hit. Anyway, uh, okay, so this guy's coming up. It's two outs. I'm going to take a chance right sure. now. Absolutely. And he's in the batter's box, and I said, no, the lefty. Well, he dropped his head, dropped his bat, got really upset. You know, went went to the dugout. They had a man on second with two outs. I had, I said, okay, this guy's hitting. So he comes up there, and I mean, he hit a blistering line drive to right field. And we won the ball game. Mm -hmm. This was, I think, it's more extra innings. To be honest with you, it might have been in the tenth inning. Anyway, at the end of the ball game. The guy comes in, you know, we won the ball game. He comes in and says, can I talk to you? I said, yeah, come on in. Well, he, he says, why'd you take me out of the game? <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, I wanted to do this as gently as I could. I said, well, we had a, a right-hander throwing. You're a right-handed hitter. I felt like at that time I could put this left-hander in and he would get a hit and we could win the ball game. So I was playing percentages, as you said. Sure. And it's exactly what happened. Well, he said, no, that's not why you that's not why you took me out of the game. I said, well, why was it? He said, because I struck out three times. And then he went in to tell me I wasn't a very good manager. <laughs> so I looked at him as bluntly as I could and I said, well, you're not a very good hitter. <laughs> <laughs> Do you realize you left five men in score position in your three at-bats? Well, he didn't realize that. Well, no. He's pretty upset. Yeah, I can understand. But well, hey, live and learn. It, tomorrow we got a new day. Yeah. Maybe you'll pop one up and it'll fall in somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe you'll get yeah. jammed yeah, and it'll fall over. one of those excuse-me doubles. Yeah, we fall over the second baseman's head. You look like you batted a 1,000 that game. Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, that's it for today as far as that uh, goes. That is our time for this episode of A Visit to the Mound. We thank you for listening. If you have any questions or comments, anything you would like for us to cover, we would certainly like to hear from you. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at A Visit to the Mound or on our website at avisittothemound.com. Make sure you like, subscribe, and review this podcast and be listening the next time we make A Visit to the Mound.
That'll wrap up this visit to the mound. We certainly appreciate you joining us today for a little baseball talk. Anytime you want to hear something about baseball, you can find us anywhere you get your podcast, or you can go to roguemedianetwork.com for the next edition of A Visit to the Mound. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.